Look out, here comes The Blitz, a podcast dedicated to covering all the local sports in Sumter, Lee, and Clarendon Counties, a member of the Item Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of The Blitz. I'm Tim Leibel, and on today's episode, we've got the newest member of the Item staff, Isaiah Lucas, on. Um, first time on the podcast. First off, welcome into the, uh, into the studio. Hey, Tim. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. You know, we've had so much going on this week in the world of sports that, you know, I, I thought it would just be best for the two of us to kind of sit down and, and kind of do a little bit of a recap for everyone. And obviously, the uh, the biggest thing was Ja Morant's tournament over the weekend. Now, you were kind of boots on the ground for, for most of that tournament. Would love to kind of get your perspective, especially as a newer guy in town, seeing that tournament kind of coming in to Sumter High. What was kind of your biggest takeaway from it? Um, I think the presence in the community that Ja has, I think that it was really good to see a guy of his caliber kind of be back and not really have to put on a facade for anyone. He was there, he was himself, his friends, they were all themselves. They didn't, it didn't feel pedestrian to them. They were, they were very comfortable in being who they were. They enjoyed the basketball, they promoted the basketball, they were there for the basketball and that was very evident. Yeah, and it you know wasn't a, a like a stuffy kind of corporate thing that you're just kind of doing, and he's just kind of going through the works. Like you mentioned, he's kind of going out there, you know, shooting around with his buddies, showing off for folks and things like that. And um, you know, as a guy who um, is kind of new to the area, to see something like that, you know, what was what was your perspective on just how the community really rallied behind him in this really overall event this weekend? I think that the community has an appreciation for good product, and I think that with the turnout, with everybody coming in, both days in the gym being relatively full, I think it shows that there's something good going on. People will definitely want to be there and will definitely appreciate it. Yeah, I think the coolest thing, too, is kind of you know seeing how it brings the, the Sumter County together in a way because... You know, so many of the the school related things for the county can be really divided sometimes. You know, it's Sumter High versus Crestwood versus Lakewood, and you kind of get a chance to bring everybody together. It was at Sumter High, even though it's a Crestwood alum, which is I'm sure uh, fascinating for him to kind of come in and and not see all the the Crestwood memorabilia for a thing that he's hosting. Um, and then we talked to Devonte Pack, who is a Lakewood guy, um, and and he kind of talked talk to us a little bit about uh, kind of it being weird at being at Sumter High, but kind of bringing those three schools together in a way is also a really fun uh, fun way to kind of reunite Sumter County because I know uh, Brian Brown, who's the, the head coach at Sumter High, was uh, a big kind of organizer in this locally too. So, um, you know, for you to kind of get your first chance to see all three of those schools come together, kind of uh, what was your kind of perspective on that? Um, I think that it was definitely good to see that. I feel like if you're in a community, it doesn't, it does matter. I mean, you want to have school pride, but at the end of the day, the goal is obviously you want Sumter County as a whole county to really promote anything and anything good that's going on. You want that to, you want to promote anybody that you can to come from Sumter and to go on to bigger and better things if the opportunities are there. Well, and of course, you're a big hoops guy. So what was your uh, biggest takeaway from the basketball that got played, too? How was it? 
Oh, it, was, it was high quality basketball. It was definitely the feel that you would get from going to a program or a tournament anywhere else in the country. It definitely had that feel to it, especially the last day as the game was winding down, people crowding the court, everybody's into it. So it was definitely high quality basketball. Yeah, triple overtime for that championship game as well. So, I mean, they, they didn't want that thing to end. <laughs> no, nah, once the $10,000 was in play, it definitely <laughs> ramped up a lot. Absolutely. And, you know, that was such a great kind of community event to – um, cap off what was a very busy week, but there was another kind of big thing that ended up happening um, on Saturday as well. Right after that, around uh, 7 o'clock, Sumter High's uh, Montague Rames announced that he was going to South Carolina. And, you know, he's a guy that um, had gotten a lot of recruiting attention. You know, that has been, you know, a thing over the last few years that Sumter High has kind of gotten a little bit more on the radars of some of those Power Five programs. But, um, he is definitely kind of taking it to the next level because he was on the recruiting scene really as a freshman, um, but it really kind of exploded as he was a sophomore. Um, he got a chance to play with you know two other now Division One football players very early in his career with Justice Boone and uh, Davin Jackson, and now you know you got Davin up at NC State and you've got uh, Justice down of Florida. And he is just the next in the line of those defensive linemen that are going off. Um, and it's really fun to kind of see him stay at home. You know, Shane Beamer has um, really gone out of his way to kind of try to recruit South Carolina really well. Um, and, in fact, I think, you know, they've, they've gotten more people in than Clemson so far. So I'm sure, um, I'm sure that, that constant rivalry that is between Clemson and South Carolina – Beamer has to like it more of the South Carolina kids. But uh, he was a guy that had Alabama you know, offers on his radar that was in his final five, Michigan, some really big programs. So I know you're not quite as plugged into his recruiting cycle, but um, you know, what's it like kind of seeing, um, I guess this is the first, uh, I guess this is the second big commitment since you got here because Zaire committed right around when you started. Um, to App State, but I'm um, seeing a kid uh, from Sumter High getting a chance to uh, to stay in state and go to South Carolina. Do you have any kind of takeaways from that? I think that that's definitely good for the future of sports in the area to show that you can go to the big big D1 schools in the area and those schools want to come to the area and pick the talent out. They want to come here and invest time in recruiting. So I think that bodes well for the kids that are coming up after this class of guys to show that, hey, they can do it. You can too. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, those pipelines are really kind of starting and starting to open up in Sumter. I feel like it's something that maybe back in the day had been a little bit more open, but up until, you know, probably about six years ago, just based on some of those guys that are in the NFL now that were really, that was the group that really kind of started to open things up a little bit more. So it's really interesting to see kind of um, how that's continuing to build up because, you know, a guy like Montague getting that attention when he was a sophomore in high school, that is what really is a good indicator of how things are really opening it up. It's one thing to kind of get that attention when you're a senior and, and they're like, oh, well, we're just kind of picking the biggest senior names that haven't committed yet. But when those eyes are getting it, you know, on these guys when they're younger, that is definitely a big accomplishment. And we'll be talking um, hopefully with, uh, with Montague about uh, that commitment really soon here. Um, 
and then of course uh, the big week continues with uh, you know you got a chance to uh, to go up to Greenwood to uh, to watch the juniors and unfortunately uh, the junior P15s didn't have their best game um, when you went up there but um, it was the culmination of what was a great season if even if uh, you know their last game wasn't necessarily the one that uh, they wanted to go out on. What did you kind of take away from getting to go up there? And obviously, you know, the vibes probably weren't quite as good for that last game as they were, you know, previously in the playoffs. But what, were we, what was your kind of takeaway from following them a little bit over the last couple of weeks? I think following them as well as the softball teams that I followed when I first started, I think that the talent in Sumter is there on all levels. I think that was the biggest thing I took away, the deep playoff runs, a lot of – a lot of wins, even though neither team was really able, they weren't able to get the ultimate goal of the title. They still showed that we can, they can play ball. I think that's been my biggest takeaway being here so far and covering both baseball and softball for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, and with, and with the juniors, you know, these are younger guys too. You know, some of these kids have varsity experience, which is great on a on a junior legion team to kind of have kids that with with that kind of experience. And you know, they were. Uh, a really strong team pitching wise and and you kind of got to see as you kind of followed along with their games too they were always interesting um where <laughs> the end of games was really every single game was won or lost it seemed for them in the playoffs in the last inning or two because they they kind of found that spark late in games and um you know obviously you didn't get to see a ton of those games in person with those but what was your kind of takeaway for seeing the uh, the kind of fascinating play that they kind of pulled out there at the end? And they had a lot of great pitching as well. I think it speaks a lot to just the type of kids that they have on the team to be willing to not give up if things aren't going well in the hitting column, but still as a team having great pitching, still defending, doing your part in the top of innings. So that way when it comes down to when you're in the bottom of the seventh inning, you need hits to – still had the resolve there to want to step up to the plate and get that done. I think that just speaks a lot to the type of kids they have on that team. Absolutely. And, you know, another story that you had this week, um, you know, Joss tournament was the only basketball thing going around. We had Cedric Rembrandt, and we talked about his Sumter Elite team. Um, and you went out to their practice, what was that on Tuesday? Um, what was kind of your takeaway from from chatting with him and a couple of their players for um, the kind of local basketball scene that they're you know a great example of as far as you know putting their kids kind of out there a little bit more on uh, you know on the recruiting platform for their kind of higher end kids, but also just giving them you know a great outlet for basketball. I really think what they're doing the Sunder Elite is what a ball should really be about at its um, foundation. You want to make sure that you give kids the opportunity to expand their skills, but also you want to make sure that they get to see other things than just their hometown if the opportunity is available. So I think they're doing a really great job with that, them having that tournament down in Atlanta, having the girls go and see that, having them get to play, and then having the eyes of scouts in front of them, and Ja also coming to support them as well. I think that's a really that's a really good thing. And then, of course, we had a, a team in the uh, the Dixie Softball World Series down in down in Alexandria, Louisiana, and just to touch on them, you know, they didn't have um, the best weekend down there. They went 0-2, um, but really cool to kind of get to see a team from Sumter also get a chance to kind of spread their wings a little bit and and go on the national stage in that way. Uh, we talked to Kim Coker before they went down there, and uh, she really just loved the uh, the tenacity of this group, so wanted to make sure that we gave them a shout-out 
uh, for an excellent season where, you know, that's an all-star team that kind of comes together and has to learn how to play as a team in a very kind of short period of time and then um, went on and, and won the state tournament before uh, going down to Alexandria. So an excellent season for the, uh, for the Dixies there. Um, but I think that'll just about do it. Was there anything else that kind of went over this week? You know, I do kind of want to see, um, you know, really you've been here for a couple of weeks now. What has been kind of your biggest takeaway from Sumter sports early on? I mean, obviously haven't gotten into your first football season yet, so that'll be um, a real kind of uh, a big turning point as far as you getting to really kind of dive into things here. But what has kind of been your biggest takeaway from the Sumter sports world so far? Um, I think that my biggest takeaway would probably be that the competition level that there is definitely high competition. There's good, there's good quality teams here. I've seen on multiple levels, so I'm really just excited to see as seasons go on what what things will look like, what type of results that will be put forth. Absolutely, we always have some very interesting seasons here um, in the Tri County area. So looking forward to uh, to diving into football first. That is right around the corner. Um, and Isaiah, thanks for coming in and, and kind of recapping the week with me a little bit. And um, we're, we've got a lot of big things coming up, so everybody be sure to stay tuned. You know, next week we will have the Sumter Item Media Day for football, and that is going to be a really good chance for everybody to kind of get their primers for the kind of high school football season coming up. Um, Isaiah is going to get his first chance to meet, you know, a lot of the, uh, the football teams there. So that will be a really uh, good environment to uh, – to get to know everybody for the upcoming season. And there we will also celebrate our Heinz Furniture Athlete of the Year, which is on the brink of being determined. Voting goes final at noon on Tuesday for that. So as you guys are hearing this, hopefully if you haven't voted yet, you'll get a chance to vote for either Lawrence Manning's Jaden Sanders or Sumter High's Nicole Wells. For the Item Podcast Network and Studio Sumter, I've been Tim Leibel with Isaiah Lucas. Be sure to tune in next week as we continue the conversation around local sports. Thanks for listening.